I've got a lot of YouTube channels out there, um, a lot of which still have old videos up, but hopefully no one will ever find them. A friend, uh, at this point, I'd spoken to him a lot. I'd even done some graphics for him. And uh, suddenly I felt pretty snaked. There's been so many people that have come in recently, got partnered almost instantly. And it's that, it's really demotivating. Um, I'm a little boy in it. Uh, do, do you mean this one? That's a good intro. I hope you're dancing because I'm about to change scenes. I can dance. <laughs> I can dance. You dance for me. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Right. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome. We've got some people in already. Um, today on the Mac Report Live, I don't know. Maybe we need a different name. I'm not sure if I like that name, but we've got uh, Clash of Style Alex um, in today, and we're going to be covering all sorts of stuff. Um, and we'll just, you know, we'll just do a bit of a gentle introduction here. We'll, uh, the, we've got a few people in, Alex, but not got loads in. But let's just start off with a wee bit of, um, sort of like easy questions. Uh, happy Easter, Mark, EYG, Mark. I'm assuming that's Mark. Mar. Hey, Mar. Mar. It's Mark. That's Mark. It's not Mark. All hail Mark is the other one, isn't it? Um, hey, all but, hail Mark, yeah. Yeah. But guys, um, welcome in. There'll be more people popping in. I don't have sounds on. The alerts, um, there's no sound on the alerts. We're going to turn up Alex, actually. Um, can we? Can you hear Alex? I'm going to turn you right up, mate, and make sure we can actually hear you. Um, nice. Hopefully. So if I shout really close, I should peek mm. everyone's headphones. Oh, yeah. I think, I mean, oh, it's blowing my headphones anyway. I think, I think we're good there. Uh, sorry, Mar. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, Alex, tell us just a little bit about yourself. Um, how, like, just the sort of the, the usual stuff, the usual sort of introduction stuff. How long have you been playing Clash of Clans? Where do you play? Um, all that sort of stuff. Go for it. Hit me. Yeah. So, obviously, for those who know me, you know, online, on YouTube, on Twitch, whatever, you'll know me as Clash with Style. Um, we can maybe talk about the name in a little bit, uh, how that kind of came about um but my name's alex that's most people know me by alex when they're talking to me sometimes style as well but uh but yeah i um i've been kicking around the scene for quite a while I, I i do like to claim that i'm one of the you know most experienced content creators in the game i've been around for um what feels like an eternity um started playing clash of clans when it kind of got released. I mean, the first couple of months I didn't play, but as soon as my friends and stuff said, hey, this game is actually all right, I was like, ah, I'll give it a go. Jumped on on my little iPod Touch, um, which was, you know, absolute crap. It was so laggy. iPod? Really, really bad, but iPod Touch, yeah. Wow. Tiny, tiny wee thing. And um, that probably shows, you know, how, <laughs> how long I've been playing the game is the fact that I was playing on an iPod Touch. Um... But yeah, uh, as soon as I sort of came across a game, I was like, this is a game I'm going to be playing for a long time. I, I knew as soon as I sort of picked it up and I was one of those, um, I was one of those guys that, you know, Clash of Clans is the kind of game where you're meant to pick it up, do a few things and then put it back down with the sort of upgrading things because back when it first got released, there was no wars. You know, there was no clan wars. There was no CWL. There was no season pass. There was, it was basically you farm with Barch, you yeah. upgrade, you know, <laughs> you're training your troops. Like some of them were with gold. They were taking hours and hours to train just one army. And uh, yeah, I remember I would sit there on my little iPod touch and um, the rest of my family were in the other room and I was sitting through 
just at the at the dinner table with my iPod Touch, and I would wait for that golden Alexa, you know, on the collectors to pop up, and I'd be like, oh, here we go. <laughs> that's a like, hundred gold right there i just need another a thousand i can upgrade this cannon or whatever so no i remember the game first coming out that was sort of my um initial sort of feelings with the game and so do you remember it you remember it pre-spells then yeah i'm wow I've been there since, you're since a proper the og yeah i've um i was there right right since the off um i did take a break um but I don't know if we're talking about that a bit later on. I think we are kind of with YouTube and streaming and stuff. But uh, but yeah, I've been around for a little bit um, in the game. Yeah. And what was your favorite town hall? What what did you have the most fun? Uh, so my favorite town hall, even to this day, is Town Hall Nine. Um, when I got to Town Hall Nine, that was when I was still playing. I, I played in a few different clans when I was got to Town Hall Nine. But the main one I played in, you won't have heard of it. It's called Lazarus. Uh, I played with my brother. And um, at this point, these guys, they all had the kind of 8.5, Town Hall 8.5. I don't know if that was, um, you know, um, you remember those days where people used to do 0.5 Town Halls. Yeah, so they yeah. could get like their bases would match against like Town Hall 8s, but they would be Town Hall 9s, that kind of idea. Um, but yeah, it was those kind of days and Town Hall 9, I absolutely loved it. Doing more complex strategies before Town Hall 7, Town Hall 8, it was all mass dragons and... I wasn't a fan. It was just felt like a lot like spam, kind of like some of the strategies we see at Town Hall 13 these days. So when Town Hall 9 kind of came about, it was this feeling of, right, we can do a queen charge. We could, you know, do a Lalo. We could do a Goho. We could do stuff like that. And I just thought it was so cool, really unique. So Town Hall 9 quickly became my favorite Town Hall. And even to this day, I, I'm doing Town Hall 9 stuff all the time, whether it's small league wars or just regular 5v5 wars. I do a lot of Town Hall 9 stuff still. Definitely my favourite Town Hall. Ah, cool, cool, cool. And um, Lil said there, took a break, um, got a little best decision of your life. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't uh, throw the, the chat in much, but that's uh, that's nice. I like that. <laughs> um, so I, like we've got, we're going to talk about Alpha League. We're going to talk about your sort of streaming and YouTubing and all that sort of stuff. Um, but I thought we'd just start with like kind of like the hot topics of Clash of Clans because that's kind of where I want to go with this is like um, not just all be about interviews and just sort of talk about sort of what's coming up. Now, yeah. Town Hall 14 update. Um, did you see the, the leaks and stuff today about uh, the green confirmed? What do you think? Do you like the look of the green? Did, do you think um, it's real? So, green's my favourite colour for those who don't know. I'm a big fan of green. Um, I like kind of lime green. That's kind of like the colours I like. Um, so when... <laughs> We saw, you know, the video came out with uh, whatever it was called, Hammer Jam. Um, and we had all these sort of sneak peeks and stuff. We had the owl in it and it had the green from the town hall. I was kind of, you know, it piqued my interest pretty quickly. I was like, this is, this is cool. Like, I'm interested to see the sort of design they go for. And I mean, I've seen a few pictures on, on Twitter floating about of uh, the potential leak for how it looks. And I have to say, I really like it. There's been a lot yeah. of people that don't particularly like it, but I think it looks pretty cool. What I'm most interested to see is what they're going to do with, obviously we had the Giga Tesla at Town Hall 12, we then had the Giga Inferno at Town Hall 13. I'm interested to see if they're going to, you know, upgrade this again, if they're going to yeah. have that going, you know, a new, you know, everyone's said, oh, the Giga Eagle is going to be the next thing or the Giga Scatter. But I think we'll they'll keep it with the Giga Inferno. They're just maybe going to add a few more levels onto that. But I'm quite interested to see if they change the design of it maybe or, or how they go with that. Um, but yeah, I, I like the green, I have to say, and I like certainly the pictures I've seen. I think they look pretty cool. Yeah, I like the picture that's that's been leaked. I mean, the, the guy that leaks it 
teen tends to like his leaks tend to be like good. Do you know what I mean? They, they tend do. to be and pretty legit, and mm. and it looks. I think it looks like it's really nicely designed. Like I I quite like yeah. it. So I have to say I'm I'm not a big fan of people like that leaking the things no. in the game because for me it ruins a lot of the hype and the expectation because for I was building up you know a sort of mental image of what I was expecting to come and you know it's all just for it's like reading a book you know yeah. you can read it and you're imagining all these things whereas then you see the film and you're like this isn't what I was hoping for and you can sometimes it can you know exceed your expectations sometimes it can be less um but with with the leaks and stuff for the game i'm just like just wait until the sneak peeks and wait until the actual update comes out and then everyone can just get hyped together and just you know be excited together rather than having a few people seeing everything before it's actually announced it kind of ruins that whole build-up effect and the hype effect mm. that, that i used to love um before all these leaks and stuff started coming about yeah i don't know i don't even know how he gets them but um Ignore no, the leaks. Know. See, but see, so Pfizer, it's an interesting thing because also like the the sneak peeks are brilliant. I really like the sneak peek sneak peeks. I like the way that they've done that. They used to be they told you nothing. Um, I really like. Um, see, I love that. I, I I would just love it if they just did no sneak peeks. And I, to be honest, for a second in this update, that's what I thought they were going to do. I thought they were just going to throw it in. Yeah, and they were just going to throw the update because we've got that maintenance. Um, whenever it was a couple of days ago, I think it was to add the RC skin in, and everyone went, "Yo, is is this Terminal Hall 14? And I yeah, had a big panic because obviously Alpha League and stuff, and I'm going, "They can't, surely they can't." But deep down, I was kind of like, "This is going to be exciting. This is going to be cool." Um, yeah, it would be it would be pretty awesome if they just sort of threw things in. Like, it would, yeah, it would be interesting. Uh, the other thing they sort of leaked, I think, to just try and throw us all off. And um, these uh, the new Clash games, three new games. What are you thinking about them? Yeah, I think we kind so, of discussed them a little bit uh, earlier on in the week. Yeah, I think um, I think all three of them look really cool, look really unique. I think a few people have been a little bit annoyed because they're like, "Oh, this is going to take away from Clash of Clans, from Clash Royale." Clash Royale, the scene right now is very well. It's not very good. Yeah. Um, but uh, certainly Clash of Clans is in a good place right now, but I think people were a little bit worried that these games might take away, but if they watched the video, they would know that these games are going to be, um, they've got their own development teams, they've got everything on their own, so Clash of Clans will still be developing, they'll have new stuff coming, uh, but I have to say, these games look absolutely epic. My favourite, for sure, has got to be Clash Heroes. Uh, I know me and you spoke about that. Yeah, yeah. I think that one's kind of got the most eyes on it because you said it the graphics they look really polished they, they're it's yeah. looking really really good right now the other games are kind of quick games to come and go that's sort of how i perceive them but this you know clash heroes i feel like it's going to be similar-ish to clash of clans that you've got to build up you've got to slowly level up stuff got to get better get skins get different weapons and i have to say i'm really looking forward to it i can see myself putting hours and hours into this game I really like the co-op side of the Clash Heroes one. I I rewatched the video a couple of times. The mini game, I'm telling you, Clash Mini though, that has got the most mm. potential I think for esports. Esports, yeah. And also like those miniatures, like they started putting out pictures on Twitter. They are like the they're they're that's a product that they're absolutely will be buying them. You'll you'll yeah. be buying them every. They'll be like yeah. international selling these yeah, little miniatures of wizards. They yeah, look, they look epic. Yeah, yeah, you'll have all of them out there. So yeah, I think that's I think that's the sort of the route. The other one, Clash Quest. I can't really get my head around. It just looks. I think they need to do some work on that. It looks a bit 
meh. Does that make sense? It doesn't look bad, but it just... I thought it was three new games. First, I thought it was an April Fool's. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I was like, right, I'll need to watch the video, kind of see what's going on. And I saw this first game and I thought, yeah, it looks all right. I'd probably give it a go. I mean, I've given all the Supercell games a go, but most of them I put down pretty quickly. Um, Clash Royale I played for a little bit and Brawl Stars I do still play here and there. But um, but that game, I mean, I was like, yeah, I would download that. Would I keep playing it? Probably not. But yeah, all these games, I think they'll you know they'll build them up and they'll they'll keep um, trying to improve them. Happy days, right? Let's go back to talking about you. Let's talk about. We're going to start with Alpha League. Um, I, just tell us about how did how did you come up with the concept and so how long we're in season four now again. So. Um, uh, how long has it been running for? Um, just tell us a bit about the history of Alpha League. Yeah, so um, I'm sure plenty of people kind of know how Alpha League came about. I've spoken about it a little bit before, but for those who don't know, Alpha League is a 1v1 league. Um, myself and Clashing with the Devil started it back in March of 2020. Um, he, we, had, we actually had a media group on in EYG, and, and he just said, anyone got anything like 1v1 ideas or something? And I kind of said, well, I could definitely get behind a 1v1 sort of concept i think there's definitely a space in the clash scene for this right now i mean him kind of got to work he was coming up with a lot of the ideas i was putting the rules document together getting the discord server fully sorted trying to get all the graphics uh for because for all the graphics for alpha league i do everything myself um so yeah it just slowly built up and we we came up with the format the format for season one was just straight everyone got put into a single elimination bracket we drew the names out of a hat and, you know, that was just where we were. We went from them, ran through. Mikey from Coastal Clash ended up winning. Um, and that was just sort of a taster for us to see, is there, you know, is there interest in the 1v1 scene? And pretty quickly we went, there's a huge uh, interest in the 1v1 scene. It's a concept in Clash of Clans that no one back then was really doing. Um, when I say back then, it was only a year ago, but it's, the format we came up with has been developed and it's progressed and there's been a lot of people that have came and they've used that similar for, similar format that we've used. And um, yeah, I'm pretty excited to see, you know, the, what the future holds and stuff for Alpha League, but it's had quite a journey, even though it's only been uh, about a year and a couple months. In terms of participants, the growth's been huge though. We went from like, what would you, had 60, was it in season one? Yeah, 67 or something, I think it was uh, for season one, yeah. And then it's about 10 times growth in terms of that. I think it was about 600 in season four. So absolutely huge. Just over 600. uh, Mind-blowing, honestly. I never would have expected it to get to where it is. And one of the biggest things for me is the huge array of people we get participating. It's not just people I know. You know, it's not people I'm just saying, oh, hey, come and compete in this 1v1 thing. People that maybe watch my streams, watch my YouTube. It's suddenly this thing has just expanded to catch so many people so many people are playing um in alpha league from so many different places in the world all these different time zones coming together and i mean you've got people that have never played competitive before to people who are playing in in the you know in some we had people that were playing in the world's warm-ups competing and it's just so interesting for me yeah. to see you know because people might think, oh, well, obviously these players that have not played leagues before, they're not going to be able to compete, but they do. And that's why we wanted to create this 1v1 sort of idea because we felt the trophy pushing system in the game is a little bit flawed. Um, We felt that it wasn't showing who the best player in the world is because at that point it was all the Stephanie, Dr. Mitch Taba 
you know, buying the leaderboard pretty much just to get their name out there. And we were not about that mean clash with the devil. We were like, this is ruining an aspect of the game that is really competitive. People get a lot of enjoyment out of this. And these guys are coming in. They're just kind of ruining it. So if we get a proper 1v1 league up and running, hopefully we can bring in all these big players, the people that are pushing on the leaderboards. And I think, well, one of the biggest things for me is we've had a lot of Kings Rock players playing um this season and for me that was a massive thing because back when i started playing the game kings rock were were there they were on you know some they were some of the top clans in the game and um now we've got them competing in this league which it's years huge amount of years difference there and a lot of these players still playing that i used to idolize when i was starting when i was like 13 14 years old I was looking at these guys like, wow, look at them. They're up at the, the top of the leaderboards and now they're playing in a league that I created. It's quite it's quite odd for me, um, but it, it's, it's, it's nice. I really, I'm liking how Alpha League is sitting right now and looking forward to sort of seeing how it develops. Well, the next one, the next question I've got here is future plans and goals. So like for Alpha League, what, where do you see it going next? Where do you want to take it next? What's season five got in store? So I'm always one for ambitious goals. I like to set myself goals that are achievable, but they are really going to push me. And my biggest goal for Alpha League is to get Supercell to really get involved with it. I want Supercell to, similar to what they've kind of done with CWL, uh, they've done with, um, well, they've started doing with Global Clash Cup a little bit. Um, There's a few leagues where um, Supercells came in and they've given them gems for some, some prizes. They've, you know, promoted them on Twitter. They've got involved. And suddenly it goes from being a cu- just a few people in the community trying to push this to actually Supercell going, that deserves a bit of recognition. And that's, in my opinion, that's where I want to get Alpha League 2 is a level where Supercell are going to notice it and they're going to help to, um, you know, just push, push Alpha League a little bit more. I want us to get to that level where Supercell says, this is ready to become something bigger. That's sort of my goal for it. Um, in the short term, though, the qualifiers is something we're going to be focusing in on pretty heavily uh, next season. I know there was a lot of um, disappointment. <laughs> you probably a lot of people <laughs> saw my disappointment uh, from the qualifiers this season, where we had people that triple didn't make it in, and obviously that's not ideal for us. But we didn't really have a workaround considering Town Hall 14 was coming. There was, um, yeah, there was a lot to improve on. We, we certainly know that. Um, so next season, we, we've already came up with the this, this system. And I think it was you, Mac, that actually came up with the system of we'll take the top or the yeah top 256 results. We'll then run a second week of qualifiers, which will give a much better idea of who these top 128 players actually are. So, um, yeah, we, we shouldn't see um, we shouldn't see a load of triples going out uh, kind of like we had this season. So. Yeah, it is that thing. That. It is that thing, though, isn't it? With any sort of competition, I mean, like one of my known future questions, top tips. But I think that's probably some of it is actually is. I think if you're running a tournament or a competition or, or anything, is actually looking back on it and reflecting and saying, right, how can we make this better? How can we make this even better? And that was definitely so. I think in season three, I can't remember what it was. It was season three. There was something that didn't quite work. Um, I think it was the point system. I think. And then yeah. the the discussion in the between the staff on what system would work, and actually I think we've got a system that works quite 
quite fair now um yeah. but this time it's something else that's come along and but it's just about sort of reflecting on each time yeah. and working it out um yeah absolutely it's these building blocks to yeah get to a system that we think works well and the thing that well in fact yeah on you go we're going to no, no, no. earlier anyway I was going to say, so the top tip for anyone thinking about running a competition, you've got anyone that's doing any sort of stuff, get a lull is obviously part of it. Um, but um, yeah, any any other top tips for someone that's run, want to, want to run their own competition or something like that? What would you say? So the most basic thing for me before you, well, fair enough, come up with the concept or whatever, but the, the first thing you have to consider is getting a staffing team. And any, I know Crunk's in the chat right now, anyone else that runs a league is involved in a league will know you have to have a solid staffing teams like all these people to to do their own little jobs because I do a lot of work for Alpha League, but I, I would never be able to do everything that all the staff we have in Alpha League do. That would just be far too much. So my first thing would be if... And I mean, there's a lot of leagues, there's a lot of cups. Everyone thinks that they can run it themselves. And there's been a lot that have came. They've been all right. Some have not been so good. And they've gone very, very quickly because they simply just don't have that staffing team implemented in there to actually, um, you know, run the leagues, run the cups, whatever. So, yeah, my, my top tip would be have a considerable amount of staff that you trust that you know will do the job there to um, help support you for whatever your your league or your cup is. And then uh, we've got um, we've got I've thrown in a viewers question here as well. Okay, we've got um, this is I think it was Russ. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. Russ, correct me yeah, if I'm wrong, yeah. mate. But um, how do you plan to expand and innovate Alpha League? We've sort of talked about this. Um, he's uh, the, the the interesting bit here is Russ doesn't like the fact that there was lots and lots of infernal drag hits this this time. Um, what do you think? I kind of, I've got an opinion on that, but go for it. Um, yeah, what do you so think? I'm a hundred percent behind Russ there. Um, the the workarounds for us was we didn't have any way to come up with a tiebreaker for a lot of our stuff. So for the the knockout, some of it did come down to time. Uh, not the knockout, sorry, the qualifiers. Some of it did come down yeah. to time, which I, I, you know, I'm not a big fan. Like I didn't get through because of time. Um, obviously I, I got three-star in defense, but then it did go down to time. And mine, in my opinion, I three-starred, I should get in. You know, my attack was just as good as a spam Inferno Dragon hit, if not better. But we have to have some something to have as that tiebreaker. Otherwise, we would have way more people competing than we have space for. So obviously next season, I spoke about it, the qualifiers are going to be changed. So time is not really going to be impacting that much um and i'm what i'm really hoping for is town hall 14 is going to be hopefully more defensively strong so yeah. offense right now as we know the meta is it's not broken but it's certainly it's very offense heavy we're seeing a lot of triples in nearly every war and i mean just look at the the world's warm-ups alternate attacks they nearly perfected every single one of their wars the ones that they didn't, they had high 90% coming on through. And um, it's these top tier teams, they are just abusing the system right now. Alternate <laughs> attacks use way more spam attacks than I ever thought they would. I thought they were incredibly skilled, and they are. But they said, why do we need to try all these crazy strategies, maybe like Klaus or whatever we're doing, when they can just come out with spam Inferno Dragons, you know, spamming some Super Wizards behind some Golems, and you're going to get a nice easy triple. And that's what they did, and that's what's working. 
But then it's the whole aspect of time coming in. And uh, we realized pretty quickly in Athlete, spam Inferno Dragons, not a guaranteed triple, but it's most of the time it's going to work and it's quick. So everyone went, that's what we're going to do. We're going to spam Inferno Dragons. If we get in, we're going to get in because of the, the how quick the time was. So that's definitely something we're going to be changing. Time's uh, an awful factor to take into consideration, but it was the only factor we really could use as yeah. a tiebreaker there. Um, right, go on then. And my last one uh, about uh, roundabout alpha league. You're not the only one v one tournament. Lots of people do one v one stuff, um, but um, we need to talk about undisputed. Um, now DK's disappeared off the scene, which is a bit of a shame. Um, and there was a whole lot of stuff that went on with that. I think he stopped because of mental health reasons and all that. But um, undisputed sort of came out of nowhere and was a very, very, very similar concept to alpha. Um, yeah. I know at the time I I saw you talking about the stream. I know at the time you had your nose was a little bit out of joint. Um, tell us about it. Talk talk to us about it. Yeah. So <laughs> undisputed. It, it came around um, after myself and Devil. I think we'd ran two seasons, maybe we were just into our third season, and um, it kind of came around, and straight away we went hang on a minute, this is, you know, the format is almost identical here to Alpha League. And obviously at this point, our whole thing was we're the only 1v1 league, we're the only 1v1 thing. We're really trying to use this as our go-to thing and suddenly they've come in and um, it really took me by surprise because DK was meant to be, so I was one of the official streamers in Brian Fan Club. He was also one of the official streamers in Brian Fan Club. He was part of UYG, I was part of UYG. In all, in all sense, he was someone I would have considered, you know, a friend. Uh, at this point, I'd spoken to him a lot. I'd even done some graphics for him. And uh, suddenly, I felt pretty snaked. He came in and suddenly there was a, you know, a format. And I'm not saying that no one else can do this format. Of course, they can. Loads of people run the format. Um, now, but at that point, it was a big shock to me. I felt pretty ripped off. There was no credit. Everyone, like a lot of people saw Undisputed and went, whoa, this is an incredible format. Like, how have you came up with this? And I just felt, you know, I was pretty annoyed because I was like, well, I've put in all the groundwork and he's just came along and he's managed to DM and pull in a few big players and suddenly he was getting all the credit. And it did, it it really aggravated me. But now I'm looking back at it, I'm proud of myself because we came up with the format and it that format is, he went, that format will work if I can get big players in you know I can make this I can make this work and he used our format and it did work and uh, it just showed that like what we had created was a really good thing and people are still you know taking that format and running with it um but the biggest thing for me was and I spoke about staffing earlier they if obviously a lot of people in the chat might not even know what undisputed is if you're only new into the scene because they only ran one season yeah, and um, the thing straight away for me there is they didn't have the staffing power. They didn't have you know the team that we had in Alpha League to be able to run this for multiple seasons. It was a good event and it was pretty well done. Um, but yeah, um, in the long run, I think DK running undisputed inevitably helped to boost Alpha League. I think it gave one v one a lot more exposure because he managed to get Carbon Finn involved. Um, like that was that was half of his thing. He said Carbon Finn's involved to do and Carbon wasn't actually involved until the final. Um, but even just putting Carbon's Finn on a few things here and there brought a lot more people in. So 
I think in the long run, it really did help to boost Alpha League and the 1v1 sort of uh, format. And, uh, well, I'm going to thank him now for it because Alpha League is blowing up and, well, Undisputed is is no more by the looks of things. Yeah. Well, and, and I think, so Lil said it there in chat, and I, I, I remember chatting to you about it um, uh, back, I think it was sort of right at the end of Season 2 it happened. And it's like, look, this is a format that, that is, this is a big compliment. This format is... is it works and so people are people are complimented it's that sort of thing of like imitation the best sort of form of flattery and uh yeah really cool but um yeah uh, there we go um i just i know that we that that was one of the ones that your questions was uh was in uh, we've got to talk about it and why not let's make it contra- it's not controversial it's just about just one oh, of these of things but yeah, yeah i'm happy to talk i'm happy to talk about it um so the next side of things i want to talk about was sort of um streaming and youtube and all that sort of stuff um so how did um all that sort of stuff come about did you always want to be a youtuber and a streamer or did you just sort of fall into it how did you how did you get to that but what came first go for it yeah so i started i started the game first and um i played for a little bit i i know i started my official my first video was december 2013 um on my youtube channel at that point my channel was called um clan devil tooth um that's what it was or clan dragon tooth sorry dragon tooth <laughs> is what it was called and um that was my clan name uh the clan i was in was dragon tooth and i was like i'll make some videos you know showing some of the attacks in the clan or whatever um so that's kind of what i was doing I, I think one of my first videos was called like my friend joe doing a giant healer walk or something um, <laughs> Like that's what it was. And it was me with my iPod touch. I had a camera. I was holding like, it was like an old cam thing holding <laughs> above my iPod touch with one hand, using my finger on the screen for the other one with my little squeaky voice. Like, hi, Alex uh, here, you know, talking through everything. But YouTube was always something that really interested me. And I was one of these people that I've got a lot of YouTube channels out there. Um, a lot of which still have old videos up, but hopefully no one will ever find them. <laughs> um, I've done a bit of everything when I was younger. I did, you know, I was like, oh, top 10. That's a big thing. We could do top 10, um, you know, best rugby passes, me and my brother passing or whatever. I've done, I did, a, I've got a Pokemon channel um, out there. It's got something like 50 subscribers or something. Um, so did a little bit of Pokemon. I've got a design channel, which actually is, I started that a lot later on um that's got about 500 subs or something it's actually not not too bad but youtube's always something i've been incredibly interested in it's it's changed a lot over the years but when i first did it it was never to become a youtuber it's just because i kind of wanted to show other people um i wanted to i know lil doesn't even know this i've got a youtube channel i'll I'll keep it on the download i don't want anyone to see these videos but uh, (laughs) yeah some of them are oh man not good videos but um YouTube's changed a lot over the years, and it, but it was always for me something because I just wanted to show what I was doing to other people. And I just wanted them, if anything, to just get a little bit of an enjoyment out of, you know, watching me be terrible at the game. Um, and I, I don't know, just sort of see what I was doing. And I guess that's kind of why I started YouTube more than anything else. It was never to, for me to aspire to become a YouTuber. And I would still not even say I am a YouTuber or I am a streamer. I just do it as a bit of fun. If anything, just you know, when did the when did the streaming come about then? Yeah, so uh, I, me and my brother actually we did joint streams. Um, I think I, I want to say it was maybe like 2015, 
um, something like that. And um, we both kind of went, there's there's a big sort of um, audience on Twitch right now for Clash of Clans, and there's not many people streaming it because at this point it was like, if you were a streamer, you did base reviews. That yeah. was that's what you, that's just what you did there was no esports scene yeah my brother at this point he was um developing his own app he made his own game he was doing a lot of development stuff and he said oh i'm going to develop something where people can come onto the stream they can type in a command and they're going to get a form that will give them a way to sign up their base to be reviewed and at that point that was huge so he came up with this whole system and took ages coding it all and eventually we got it implemented and people would come into the stream and they'd put in their account name and they'd put in their tag and me and my brother would sit and we would uh, take it in turns to review their bases and i mean we would go in depth onto how they could improve and what strategies they should be using and you know we really put in a lot of effort but the killer for us was we lived in quite a rural area and we had shocking internet now you guys will know from when i started streaming again um it was the start it was january uh, 2020s when i started my my um internet was absolutely god awful and it wasn't until recently i actually got it upgraded um but yeah it was the internet that kind of killed the streaming originally we did it for about a month um again i think that twitch channel is actually still kicking about but i don't think there's any videos on it anymore or some of the <laughs> old videos i think they got deleted but yeah, that's kind of how I started. Um, I still have crappy internet. No, no, my internet's improved now, I like to think. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's how I started sort of with uh, streaming on YouTube. Um, I took a three-year break. Um, I think it was just somewhere around uh, kind of midway through 2016. That's kind of when I got to that age where I was like, is YouTube cool? You know, should I be doing YouTube as sort of a, a teenager? You know, is it a cool thing to do? I mean, I've got 2,000 subscribers. At that point, I had made about 400 to 500 pounds off of it because I was able to get monetized. I had one Town Hall 7 base build video, which I'm sure a lot of people have seen. It, it keeps popping up, and I'm like, don't watch it. It's not a good video. It's, um, I'm, I'm a little boy in it. Uh, do, do you mean this one? <laughs> That's that. Did you have that ready? Yeah. So Crunk sent me. <laughs> Crunk sent me this. He was like, "No, I can't actually hear it, but I've watched it." Um, Crunk has oh, sent me this. Mate, so and so I deliberately didn't tell you about this. He was like, "He was like, Alex has made this video." Now this, mate, your voice is hilarious on this. Don't get me wrong. Um, the there's. The, it, this is amazing, it's incredible. But this has later. almost 500,000 views. Um, this is incredible. When did, did, it take off, did it take so, off immediately? Well, or did it, did it grow over time? So, so, so looking at the stats, sorry when I first uploaded it, it got about, um, when I was uploading at that point, I would get about between 50 and 100 views in every video. And this one got a lot of views quite quickly. And I was like, oh, this is going to gain a lot of traction. And uh, well, base. just you've got the video up there. Look how long that game is taking to well, load. It's yeah, it's incredible. Minute, Look at the frames. About a minute into the video, <laughs> man. Look how long that's taking. That's shocking. But can I say how good a base that was, by the way? Until Zaps came about, they changed the Zaps. That was a god to your base. It's it's actually it's the old screens and everything. It's just so we can listen to Baby Alex. Yeah. So that was yeah. Yeah, what um, we'll do is we'll, we'll take it off, guys. We'll uh, I'll I'll already. put a link to that video somewhere. So I'm sure you've seen it. If you just search "best town hall seven base," you'll bit. find so it. As you can see, um, it's so it's got 
an incredible amount of views. If if I got a video that did that well, I'd I'd be blown away. Um, yeah, I'd be sharing uh, every two minutes. I couldn't so, quite believe um, it was really slow. Well, it got going relatively quick, but then it dropped right off. Um, but then somehow, I don't think it was shared anywhere. It just started picking up and it really blew up. I got about 200,000 views in about a week. That's um, mental. Which was crazy. I mean, I was I was pretty young. Uh, this video was really old. And I'm looking at this going, have I have I just made it? Is, is this, <laughs> am I going to become a YouTuber now? I've just got a video that's absolutely blown up. And uh, well, you guys know now it's I'm not a YouTuber. Um, but I, I but that did generate, that. am I right in thinking that did generate income for you as well? That's video on its own. That's the only video ever that has generated me income. And like I said, it nearly got me 500 pounds. That's mental. Um, it was about 470 pounds or something. And I think I was, oh, I don't even know what age I was, but I was really young and I couldn't even claim the money. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't claim the money myself. So I had to get my mum. <laughs> Your mum robbed you. <laughs> no, she had to set everything up uh, for the AdSense and everything. And I got the, the check through or something, I think it was, from Google. The check came through from Google. And I was like, Google's just paid me. This is absolutely incredible. <laughs> and, you know, it was... It was such a wake-up call for me at that point to go, wow, YouTube, actually, I could make money. And I mean, I never got a video after that that blew up or anything. And I mean, you know yourself, one of these YouTube shorts are the kind of thing right now that you'll get one to blow up. And that's quite big at the moment. And I'm sure you're the same as me. When you see one of these videos, you go on, maybe you upload it in the evening or whatever the day before you come on the next day. And suddenly it's got thousands of views. It's, a, it's an incredible feeling because you know that that many people have watched and listened to you. Oh, your videos, it's, it's quite surreal. And to think that 500,000 people have watched that video is shocking for me because it's a terrible video. But, um, <laughs> but, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I think that's the thing. So, um, like, I've, I've written down a question and I've got, I've got my own answer for this one. What is the most unmotivated thing about content creation? What, uh, uh, I'm talking about, like, YouTube videos. What is the thing that just absolutely kills you on um on that side of things so, yeah well i know we i know we've spoken about this and i'll i'll have one an answer for youtube and an answer for streaming um so for youtube the one of the hardest things is putting your time and your effort and i mean some videos there was a video i did um was it last year no it must have been the year before and it was um <laughs> Clashmas event, I called it, and it was where I wanted people to do. Um, wait, has Lil actually found my Pokemon <laughs> channel? How has she found this? That's oh, awesome. I, um, if she shares that link, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, um, on YouTube, my uh, the thing that gets me is putting the time and effort into videos and um, not seeing any return from them. When I say return, I don't want you know money, anything like that. Just a little bit of recognition, people to engage in the video and it to get a few views. That's all I'm sort of looking for. And this one, I spent hours and I mean, have you actually found it? <laughs> How found that? <laughs> <laughs> Please don't send that to anyone. How did you find that though? That's right, if, if Lil found it, then then anyone can. That's all. <laughs> Look at red arm. <laughs> oh man, yeah, so... I made this video and it was me doing an attack on Clash of Clans with my nose. And I wanted to try and get more content creators doing it, sort of uh, mixing it up, um, just trying to do something a bit different. And no one else did it. 
and I had put a prize up for it and everything and no one did it. The video absolutely bombed and I had put, I mean, days, if even like a, a week or whatever was work into this. The editing took me so long. I had different camera angles. I had to link up the sound with the, the videos and I had to do this and that. And it took me so long to set up and, you know, it absolutely flopped. And it's stuff like that that's a killer as a content creator because you, you put in so much effort, you really think about an idea you think is going to work. And then for it to just flop so incredibly hard, was it was a killer for me. It really demotivated me at that point. And uh, I think after that, I stopped uploading for quite a while, actually, because I was just so demotivated. I had nothing um, after that video to say, like, you know, put a bit of effort in, just try and keep going. It was just difficult. Uh, on the streaming side of things, I know we've spoken about this a little bit before, but it's... Um, so I've been streaming for quite a while now. Um, and my channel, I wouldn't say it's gotten anywhere. That's because I know I'm inconsistent. Um, but there's some other people that have came onto the scene. A lot that have came onto the scene really recently. And I, I wouldn't say they're better at commentating than me. They're better at engaging with the chat than me. You know, there's a lot of people that are just watchable. I like to think I'm watchable. People could just chill in my stream, whatever. Yet somehow their streams will blow up. There's been so many people that have come in recently, got partnered almost instantly. And it's that it's really demotivating for me to see these people coming in straight away. They're getting, you know, interaction on their streams. They're getting, I mean, when I started in, I know you were the same. Um, struggling to get like over five to 10 viewers. For yeah. me, crossing that 10 viewer mark was a really big step. And that took me probably like a good few months to cross that mark. And there's some people that are coming in and they're getting over 100 views in their yeah. first couple of streams. And I'm just, you know, how are they, what are they doing differently to what I did? Well, the answer is nothing. We did exactly the same things, just they got lucky. That's all I can, yeah. you know, that's all I can think from that. And that is really demotivating. And that's why I'm probably streaming a lot less now than I was before, because somewhere in the back of my mind, I'm going, is there even any point in this? You know, I, I'm enjoying it, but if no one's in my stream, I have no one to talk to. Suddenly the streams are getting quieter. It's sort of dying out. And I know you said the same. If you had a stream with one person in there, but that one person was talking in the chat, you would be happy because there's you know, yeah. someone to keep the chat flowing over. But it's these streams where it's completely dead. You're really struggling to just keep motivated. And it's the times maybe in between attacks or something. But yeah, that's, that's what I find yeah. motivating, I think. You're kind of in the same boat. Um, yeah, that, that for for me, it's the same thing. When you make a video and you're really proud of it and nobody sees it and you're like, oh, that's just so demotivating. And yeah, I mean, like, um, the, the streaming thing, it is it's bizarre. So don't get me wrong. I love that people, the people that take the time and effort to turn on my stream when I go live and just leave it on. I, like, don't get me wrong. that That's incredible. It's so you? appreciated. Yeah. But the the interaction is just like you you kind of in the back of your head you know when that's happened and you know when you're like I've got thirty viewers or twenty viewers and no one's talking to me or we put a poll up and one person votes and you're like oh, okay good yeah right excellent yeah it's just like your your mind games and all that sort of stuff that goes on yeah it's uh. Um, so we've also uh, we've kind of covered why did you why have you um, why do you not stream as much as you used to is that just that sort of thing of like just trying to work out where your priorities are because you've really put well, a bit of a push into YouTube haven't you recently yeah, so I'm one of these people that will come and go with things they'll see something I go 
yeah, like let's do that. Like YouTube, let's put a load of, load of effort in and three months down the line, I've not seen any return from it, right? Let's move on to something else. But um, yeah, I've had a lot on recently. So for those who don't know, obviously, if you know me from before, this is a different room, et cetera. I've moved house. I moved in with Lil, um, which has been fantastic, by the way. Big shout out to Lil. She is I, unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. But um, yeah, so moved into the new house. Obviously, I had to get everything set up. Poor Lil. Uh, <laughs> in the new house. <laughs> moved. Um, so I'm a postman as well, for those who don't know. So I moved actually delivery office. So I was obviously, I was really used to doing all the rounds and stuff in the old office, moved to a new one new areas, new people, new houses, whatever. So learning that, it was a bit different as well for me. Alpha League, <laughs> the time commitment to that is absolutely mind-boggling. And then on top of that, um, potentially streaming on YouTube. So uh, streaming on YouTube for me has always been the last thing I would do. Real-life stuff for me always comes first and always takes you know priority more than anything else. So that's probably why my streams have taken a bit of a dip. Um, I do want at some point to try and get into a strict streaming schedule with clash it's difficult because you have to have wars on um at those kind of times but i do want to try and get into a bit more of a streaming routine but uh, motivation i'm I'm one for being terribly demotivated all the time just need to try and you know be like i am going to stream and this is when i'm going to stream and i'm going to find a war to cover and it's just that you know getting up and doing it sort of attitude i need to get myself back into because i had that last year kind of you know lost it a little bit this year yeah, cool, man. That's good. Um, so advice for someone starting out? I suppose just don't either. Pick pick or choose one of them. If someone wants to get into content creation, what what would you, what would be your, what would wise man, wise old man Alex say? Wise old man Alex. So Pfizer's the one that constantly says it, and I know he just said it in the chat, actually. Consistency. That's what it is. Um, and you, you have to be consistent. Um... And I, I'm probably one of the most inconsistent people with everything I do. Um, you know, I'll, I'll put in a load of effort and then I'll fall away from it a little bit. I think the only thing I've been totally consistent with in the Clash of Clans scene has been Alpha League since we got it going through till now. That's something I've put, you know, hours and hours of work into every single week. Even when we're not in Alpha League, I'm putting the work in to try and get people involved, trying to get sponsors, you know, getting be- better graphics, um just uh yeah definitely consistency for anyone that ever wants to try and um no yeah shy to to an extent but once if you blow up or whatever like you're saying you have to be consistent otherwise the viewers will drop off um like i remember back in youtube i had a spell where i did clash royale for quite a while and i was getting about 500 views per video and like uh per week or something like that. And it was doing really well. It was blowing up. And then I stopped uploading for three weeks, came back and the video struggled to get over 20 views. And it's suddenly that, you know, little bit of a gap. People, they don't forget about you, but they go out the back of your mind because there's so many people um, in the scene. There's always someone they can just go, oh, I'm just going to tune into them rather than them because they're not streaming anymore. Do you know what I mean? It's that sort of, uh, yeah, Crunk's given a, Another uh, interesting example there. Consistency is something in the Clash of Clans streaming scene. And I know me and you have talking about that, talking about that, spoken about that. Um, consistency is good, but these it's very difficult to explain with the Clash of Clans scene because if you cover one of these huge wars, say Tribe Gaming against Alternate Attacks, and you're the only streamer covering it, even if you're the worst streamer on the planet, 
you are going to get over 100 viewers. I can guarantee that if you're the only person covering it. Whereas with something like the Clash Champs final today, we're going to see, well, like I'm assuming Crunk knows, 13 people covering it. There's going to be so, so many, there's only a certain amount of viewers that watch Clash of Clans and that's going to be spread out through all of them. And these streamers that are going to be at the bottom, they're going to really struggle. But if they were the only ones covering that, they'd be at the top. So in that circumstance, it's not about really who's the best streamer. It's just who's maybe the most well-known or sort of thing. Um, see, see, I've been thinking long and hard about this one. So I think this is a Scottish thing as well, by the way, mate. Like Scottish people are particularly self-deprecating. And before I turn on a stream every day, I um got like massive imposter syndrome. Like, like no one's gonna. Why would anyone turn turn and tune into this? Do you know what I mean? It's like it's a total. And I'm. I think it's a. I think it's a nationality thing. Um, DMs are blowing up. Um, but yeah, it's difficult. So um, some some streamers bring in their own viewers. So like I'd say Itsu and Eric maybe bring in their own people. They come from their YouTube channel. Uh, but then you've got like this. Let's like, say this finite resource this uh, limited number of the regular twitch community who and they some of them might be really nice and be have a couple of streams on at the same time but when you come back to that interaction thing again you're kind of like i should maybe just go and watch someone else's stream that's sometimes yeah. I, so i'm, I'm streaming the french clash cup to, uh, straight after this and yeah. i i have no idea how many people i'm going to get viewing it because <laughs> you've got that combination of there's going to be lots of other people streaming it who are much bigger but then it's it's MCS, which is awesome. So I want to cover them. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's so uh, yeah. That's definitely a difficult one. Like you were saying just there, there's a lot of people that will open up many streams and whatnot. Um, the perfect example of that was Matt Gizmo. I don't know if you've seen the thing he put out on Twitter. He had double monitors and he had about I don't even know twenty yeah. streams or something open. And there's been a lot of times where Matt's jumped into my stream and he's maybe posted a couple of emotes or he said something in the chat. I've tried to engage with him. And I get no response, which is even more awkward because you're kind of sitting there waiting on him responding. <laughs> you're so like, is he on a mobile delay? <laughs> he's already moved on to another stream. And like, yes, I, I love it because it'll add one more viewer to the count, but it's always the engagement that I'm looking for. And I know you are the same. If I only had 10 people in and all of them were talking, for me, that chat would be absolutely popping. I would, wouldn't care the viewer count was only at 10. Whereas if I had 100 people in and only one person was talking, it wouldn't be an enjoyable stream. It'd be so slow. Yeah, exactly. So streaming's a very odd thing, especially in the Clash of Clans scene. Hey, Shide, you're totally right, man. Loads of people are going to be streaming FCC, and, well, we'll see. I've probably made a mistake. Well, I don't give it a go, because for me, if I saw all these streamers and I went Max Live, I'm going to tune into you, even if, you know, Carbon Finn's streaming, because for me, I much prefer your engagement with the chat, whereas he's more war-focused. He commentates and he only doesn't really read the chat when he's in the thing but I, I, for, I forget like, to I forget to you commentate forget on the, the wars the on. <laughs> you just do it like a you know just chatting stream or whatever yeah, my, my streams are basically just chatting streams but there, there happens to be a game going on in the background yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we've got um, uh, I've got a little challenge for you so this is something actually that Kiki and Brad it was Kiki suggested this and I totally forgot about it do you have your tap challenge ready, Alex? So we're um, going to make, you know, just like, um, um, you know, like on uh, Top Gear, how they have to drive around the lap. They have to do like the lap and then the time goes up on the leaderboard and everyone, you yeah, know, yeah, they yeah. drive them the stig, yeah? So yeah, yeah. this is 
this is uh, our version of the Stig. So basically, we've got an app. Um, it's called Click Speed Tester, guys. ClickSpeedTester.com. Go for it, go for it, mate. I'll explain what this is. So it's clickspeedtester.com uh, forward slash 10 seconds. We're doing the 10 second one. And basically, you get your phone, you follow that link, and then you tap on the box, and you have to tap as quickly as possible, as many times as possible in 10 seconds. And then it gives you a clicks per second. And then we basically put everyone on the leaderboard and we say who the greatest Clash of Clans clicker is. I don't know, and Alex has just uh, disconnected me. Amazing. He's just disconnected from the stream. Uh, hello? <laughs> so, I think turning his iPad on has killed his camera. Hello. Hello. Did turning hello. your iPad on kill your camera there? Yeah, I put yeah. <laughs> on Discord on my iPad and um, <laughs> disconnected me. Sorry about that. No, it's alright. I was like, ah, oh, and he's gone. So, yeah. I mean, in terms of viewing, there, there might not be much viewing here apart from you're going to see Alex concentrating really hard, tapping his screen, but then we'll get a time at the end of it. And then this is something that we can, uh, we can basically set forward. Um, go for, I'm just keep checking on this, uh, this war. There is no war. Uh, oh, no, it's, it's much more BB, mate. There you go. Um, so, right, so, so I tried this earlier. Um, I actually did alright, but my fingers are a bit sweaty now and I'm feeling pretty nervous, but... That's the excuses coming in already, I like that. Of course, of course. So I've all got right, my so pen and paper ready, we will take a result from this. If, if you guys so want to play along at home, you can. Alright. I'll be ready. Some furious clicking about, go. Can I use two fingers or is it one finger? I think get the two going. Uh, I don't know. Go for it, try it. I can listen, all right. You've got your own technique. Oh, it stopped clicking! Um, I take it back. It this is counting. I'm going that fast. It stopped clicking. <laughs> oh. oh, it's miles lower than I got earlier. What have you got? I forgot. Let I us see it. There, um, I got. I got ten point two. Let us see the screen. Let us see. Oh, it's not coming. Wait, can you oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. It's it's adjusted ten point two clicks 10 .2. per second. To be fair, yeah. I think when I tapped this, I got like seven something. So, you know, I kind of wasn't just, really paying attention. I managed to get up to 12 earlier, but I think it actually <laughs> lagged a lot there in the middle. It just stopped counting. So, <laughs> you know, it's coming up with an excuse there, but 10.2 is what I managed. Mate, that's awesome. That's, um, so I'm going to create, there'll be a graphic somewhere at some point. It's going to have a leaderboard. You're going to be at the top of the leaderboard. Hell yeah. Number one, you're the Because you're the only person that's played. Mac with the boomer fingers exactly shied, man. <laughs> um, so we've kind of got almost to the end. Not quite. There's a few uh, viewers' questions here. Now, we've sort of... I, I tried to throw some of the viewers' questions into the interview as well. There were some bits mm -hmm. where they made sense to go. But then some of these other ones are a bit more interesting. Uh, we've yeah. got this one's from Lil. That I really like this one. This is a... Th this is... Like, you could open this up. For... It's also a really controversial one for me, but yeah. Is it? Oh, okay. So, if you could pick five people from Clash to have over for dinner, who would the five be? Yeah, so this was a difficult one because I was like, would I want these big players to kind of speak to them about Clash or would I want to invite the people over that I have met and I've made friends with over the, over the spell that I've sort of been in the sort of Clash community? And for me, of course, it's always going to be the people that I've sort of met and gotten to know a bit better so first things first mac i just want to say you're not on this list but the what? reason you're, you're not on this <laughs> list is because i feel i could probably come and see you 
you know, yeah, pretty easily because you're really not that far away from me. Um, so this is kind of a list that people, I think, I, I probably won't see. It's like your, see at some your point. fantasy, your fantasy team. Yeah. yeah. So these are probably the people that I would, if me and Lyle got married, say, which I know is one of the questions. These are probably the people that I would straight away go and invite to the wedding. That's oh, okay. That was my sort of wait, thinking behind this. Wait, I wouldn't get invited to the wedding. Oh, man, no, that's Mac, outrageous. Of course you, of course you would. Course you. <laughs> I'm just digging the hole for you. <laughs> right, um, go for so it. Get, on, get just, on with it, man. Tell us. I'll build up the suspense here. So this is in no particular order. So don't think this is number one, two, or anything uh, like that. That's it, definitely how we're going to see this. But yeah, go for we'll it. See, uh, need to be careful here. So um, the first person would be Russ. <laughs> um, Russ is someone that as soon as I joined EYG, I kind of came across Russ. He's an abs- He's just a good laugh um yeah he's a good lad um, is this a uh, little brother of boom yeah that's yeah. the very same um there's also of course pfizer pfizer's my my bro love a bit of pfizer um we've got Bergy <laughs> as well uh Bergy, I, I didn't really i wasn't too familiar with Bergy until we started playing among us a lot uh kind of got in and um anyone that's in my streams will know Bergy's dogs they've got their own sound effect but yeah Bergy's an absolute legend as well barcode is someone uh, a staff member in Alpha League that I was not too familiar with kind of when she started, but now I know Barcode really, really well. Um, yeah, and Bar's a really cool person. And the last person would be Hartha, my my German brother. He's an absolute legend as well. Um, yeah, played a lot of league matches at Terminal 9 and stuff with Hartha. He's just a really good laugh. I think he would be great to have around for a, a wee uh, couple of drinks and dinner and stuff. But yeah, that, w- that would be my list. There's so many people that is not in that list um i feel so bad for not saying that i could honestly i could have a massive list of people um, <laughs> and that's that's why it was such a controversial one because like people like ken and crunk and gordy from king's rock and ned and shade and all these people of course like they, they i would want them there but it's just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different it's a difficult question and you put me on the spot there but that's my lesson i'm gonna stick with it Happy days. Okay, cool. I would have just gone there. See, I would have gone for a different tactic, mate. I would have gone for, like, the biggest, most ridiculous names you could find. Just just so that you, so you've actually gone for, you've gone for oh, your I, best mates there. I've, I've um, thrown myself under the bus here, haven't I? Yeah, I mean, you played that all wrong. But, yeah. <laughs> five brains left, everyone else has just left. <laughs> you've, half your staffs from Alpha League is gone. <laughs> they packed their bags the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, here's an interesting one. I thought this was quite a good one. Um, so I can't remember who put this down, but what do you think of McKenzie when you first met him and when you saw he had Scottish number one Clash of Clans streamer in his bio, which I have only just removed from Twitter because I really, I honestly forgot it was there. Um, forgot. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, go for, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I can tell this story if you want, but I've, I've told it many times on stream. Do you want to, I want to hear it from your no, side. No, I'll, I'll go ahead. Um, so I think um, I think whoever's put this question is trying to bait out, you know, some sort of terrible response for me uh, to wind you up and get some drama on stream. But <laughs> to be honest, what, the first thing was like, I can't remember who it was and went, oh, there's, you know, there's another Scottish streamer. And I was like, come on, like someone else in the Scottish scene that's actually given content creation a go because up until the point that you started streaming, I was the only Scottish person doing Clash of Clans. Like on, on YouTube, on Twitch, anything. Obviously, I knew there was other Scottish people playing the game. Um, so yeah, I, I can't remember. I heard in a roundabout way that you were streaming. I came in, um, or was it the 
did you message me? Was that how I found out about you? I think I, you me. I randomly oh, messaged oh. you. I didn't know who you were. Sorry. Um, oh. And I was just, and I, I dropped into the Alpha League server and I was like, I basically, I discovered that covering other people playing was the way to go. And it was actually something that I enjoyed. And uh, and and I, I so, and I'd been doing one v one tournaments, and this Alpha League was like a big one v one tournament. I was like, oh, I, if I could do that, it'd be good. So yeah, yeah, I messaged you and said like something like, yeah, I slid into slid into his DMs. I did low, I slid in, yep. and I said like, uh, but I went about all like totally wrong. I didn't introduce myself properly, and I just went, hey, can I get some? Uh, can I get a media role, please? <laughs> and you were like, what? <laughs> it was the coldest response I've ever had. I was like. Oh, okay, I've played that wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually trying to scroll back here in our DMs, but we've spoken... Oh, mate, that's so far back. Yeah, that's going to take a long while to um, scroll to, but yeah, it was um, it was great. I love, um, I love seeing new content creators coming in. The fact that it was a fellow Scotsman, I was like, come on, like, I've got to back this guy. Um, so obviously you said like um, that it was Alpha League. That's kind of what made you message me because I was like the owner and founder or whatever. Um, so you messaged me and I was kind of like, yeah, like we're happy to get more people involved, but you know, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> like, are you actually streaming? I've not really seen you doing too much. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm new onto the scene, trying to give it a go, like tune into one of these streams or whatever and you can kind of see what I'm about. And I'm like, no bother. Came in, I was like, yeah. I'm giving this guy a go. Like he, he's got, he's a good lad. Like he's got a good pattern. He's, he's gonna be a fun one, I think. And um, pattern is such a Scottish word. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, obviously um, got you involved. Alpha League was one of the first things I think you streamed. Yeah, um, it was. Well, my first affiliate stream was uh, was Alpha League, and I'd maybe done like like three or four streams up until uh, before then. Um, yeah. so yeah, but anyway, let's stop talking about me. I, I don't want to talk about me. Um, but yeah, I think what people are trying to get there is the whole Scottish number one, but I love that. It's such a good meme. The old, yeah. uh, the old Scottish number one Scottish, uh, sort of streamer and all that sort of stuff. I genuinely didn't think there was anything else. Tune in next week for true answers with love. Oh, love you coming on. Um, I, I can't remember who asked me this one, but did the bald spot on your beard ever start growing again after you waxed it? This yeah, is your so horrendous. I have shoes, so you can't really see it, but there's a little hole here. Now, this wasn't where I actually waxed. This is just a bald spot in my beard that for some reason doesn't grow. Um, I don't know <laughs> why, but just I don't get any hairs here. But it was here on my mustache that Lil waxed, and it, it doesn't grow at the same rate um, as the rest of my mustache. So from about here all the way through here, it grows you know, at the same rate, but this bit grows a lot slower. So it always grows incredibly unevenly and it's very irritating. Lil's just said, why don't you just go ahead and wax the whole thing so it grows at the same rate? But never again. Lil came in and she, you know, she pulled it off and suddenly blood going everywhere, man. Oh, that was I, that was one of my favorite streams ever. And that's what sets you and me apart because there's there's no way I'd ever do that sort of nonsense. Yeah. Um and you had it in there as a channel points redemption. What I can't even, Lil redeemed it. I don't know what what you did to annoy thousand channel points um to redeem and uh yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> it was it was incredible it, it was the most kind of... the most overhyped and built up thing i've ever seen it was like a week's build up 
there was stuff happening and it must have lasted about 20 seconds and then you had to run off because you were bleeding everywhere and we're like i'm gonna get banned off twitch for showing all this gore and stuff um i made that graphic i don't know if you remember um but i made that graphic and it was me and it was like a joke that it had been waxed and there was a big tear on my face. I had photoshopped it so it looked like my skin had come off. Yeah. And that actually ended up actually being a bit of a reality <laughs> that, that you pulled half the skin off on my face. And uh, everyone was like, yo, you've just like predicted what's going to happen with this graphic. And oh, it was, looking back, it was it was absolutely hilarious. Because like you said, the build up for it was sensational. It was you know, huge. We had like a week or so, I had all these graphics going, all the everyone tags, hyping everyone up. And then suddenly we did about 10 minutes worth of it. Stream one, wax thing and sorry guys gonna have to call it a, call it a day we're gonna have to end the stream raid into someone else that <laughs> <laughs> was so good man yeah, was good. um and then the last one i, I proper put these in the wrong order because this one's quite a, it feels like quite a serious one right at the end but what made you choose clash of clans as a streaming focus uh for me this is quite an easy question but um i think it's probably a similar answer that all clash of clans streamers will give you but go for it tell us uh, tell us why um, I don't know if you want to thank Sned for that sub there. Oh, what just popped up? Sned sub. Oh, grumpy Sned. Thank you, man. Cheers very much. It's because there's no sound. I totally miss these things. Ah, Mate, thank you so that. much. Um, yeah, so Clash of Clans was the game that I picked because really it was the only game um, that I played. I, I play a few other games. There was games that I played, but none of them I felt were very... Um, you know, compelling to stream. I didn't think many of them would get too many viewers, but this was something I thought of myself as a bit of a Clash of Clans expert. I played it for so long. I thought I knew everything and I thought, you know, people will watch this. So yeah, I guess that's why Clash of Clans was the thing I decided to to stream just because I, you know, in my young age, in my youth, I thought um, I was an expert and I, I, I still am really. I like to think of myself as a <laughs> top tier, <clears throat> top level uh, pro gamer. Um, you know, people might try to tell you differently, but I three started in Alpha League, so yeah, that that's true. I didn't. And what's <laughs> more, man, you three started on stream, which yep. people don't understand the pressure until until they've done that. It's uh... I don't know if I've seen the video. I know Shade was there the day where I had I done a full week of godly CWL hits. My last one, I was like, Do you know what, I can get. I'm going to stream this. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I had two accounts, my Town Hall 12, which was in one clan, my Town Hall 13, which was in another. And I said, I am going to be, you know, all I need to do here is get a two star. And I'm going to be top of these leaderboards. Town Hall 12 comes in first. Right, I'm going to go for a safe hybrid. This queen's going to walk to the Town Hall. No issues. Queen starts to walk. I'm like, oh, I'll just throw a couple of wall breakers. I don't really need them. They're going to be spare. Throw them. I'm going, it's fine. The walk around, they'll recover 99% one star. All right. Not the outcome I wanted, but don't worry. I've got another account that I can use to recover. I'll three-star on the other account. Will that be absolutely golden? Again, coming in with a hybrid, coming in here. My queen's dead. You know, those damn <laughs> super people, wherever they were. Came out the CC. Queen's gone. She's out of there. Right. So I need to try and salvage at least a one-star here. Throwing in. All right. I've managed to uh, I managed to get 50%. Town hall didn't go down at 2-1, so I was back-to-back. -back. I just left. Got up. Walked out the room. Stream sat for about 10 minutes. I'm sitting just off camera, absolutely raging, microphone muted. I'm punching the bed. I'm <laughs> crazy. I'm so glad I didn't do that in stream. Um, 
but yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that's why I never like to attack on stream anymore. But it was a big deal for me, three star and on stream for Alpha League. That you probably saw my reaction. It was a a big moment for me. Yeah, know? it was brilliant. It was incredible. Mate, we're gonna have to end it there. I've the I've actually changed the stream title and, and everything. The the FCC final is coming up right now. The battle day has just started, so we're gonna jump into that. Everyone, please hang around for that. But Alex, thank you so much for coming on. Um, it was this was a different one because I I know I know you so well. Um, I sort of, we've chatted about all this sort of stuff before, but it was really interesting. I got to learn some new stuff that I didn't know about you, like you know Pokemon, uh, the old Pokemon channel. That's very interesting, and uh, you know we'll uh, we'll be looking forward to that tweet coming from uh, Lil at some point. I'm sure she just needs to get a hold of your phone for and that. That's all that. Anyway, uh, that's beside the point. But mate, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I'm hoping to get you back on soon, and um, we actually just talk more about like the world of Clash of Clans, and we just do like proper podcasts and sort of stuff. That'd be amazing. But yeah, mate, thank I, you so I, much, I man. Absolutely love it. It was a it was a pleasure to come on, Mac. Um, yeah, always always a laugh talking to you. I'm glad. Uh, hopefully, you guys in the chat learned a little bit more about me. I know I'm, I'm pretty open. I've spoken about all this stuff before, but um, but yeah, absolute pleasure. Thank you, Mac, and uh, I hope you uh, have a great stream. Hopefully, you get plenty of viewers for this war. Um, yeah, yeah. And the chat and the chat keeps flowing. Happy days, uh, um, Shai. Sorry, you're Shai, welcome you on anytime, man. Just need, just need to set you up a face cam. That's what we need yeah. to sort out. Eh? <laughs> right happy days Alex I'm going to stay live so I'm just going to hang up on you man I'm sorry no uh, it's, it's brutal but uh, no, catch no, you no. later man bye, bye.